0: The Thought Police is brought to you this week by Manscaped and you know all about Manscaped because they are our favourite people. They sponsor an awful lot of our podcasts and today there's only one message coming from Manscaped and it's this. Have you got bush? Because if you do you need to get the best products to keep yourself in proper trim. Show some pride in your new bush free yard. It's the fact that you can have the best kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. Save big and be the most hygienic version of yourself. Use the discount code POLICE. Uh, and you get free shipping as well, 20% off. It's all at manscaped.com. Now, you know uh, what Manscaped are like because you've used them before, uh, but this latest grooming package includes the Lawn Mower 4. It's an electric trimmer. Uh, it's designed to reduce grooming accidents, and it's really, really excellent because I'll tell you what else it does. It's got an LED light on it, so you can do it in the dark without worrying about anything, right? You've also got the Weed Whacker, which is the fine choose nose nose and ear hair trimmer, uh, which is all great. You'll also get some Crop Reviver all deodorant uh, and spray as well and the performance package also brings you two free gifts it's the shed travel bag and the patented high performance reduced chafing manscaped boxes so you know what to do do the right thing you get free gifts you get the trimmers you get all the things you need uh, to keep yourself in trim never mind about kate bush right this is about your bush and it's police that's the code go to manscaped.com you'll get 20 percent off you'll get free shipping it is a thing of great beauty. We'll see you next time. Welcome. To the Patreon product, this is the Thought Police behind closed doors. You, get, you get things here uh, that you don't get anywhere else. And so, um, today we've had an idea. Okay? We have, and we don't normally have very many of those. So yeah, it's our first it. ever idea. First ever idea. People have been saying, you know, it's why don't shit, you tell us a but bit? it is an idea. Tell us a bit about yourselves, right? Tell us a bit about your background. Tell us a bit about where you came from, where you grew up. You know how you came to be. Kevin O'Sullivan and how I came to be Mike Graham. Um, so I thought I'd start with you. All right. So what do, you do you want, want to me to ask you questions or would you rather just tell us what you did and where you came from, uh, where you were born? Well, I want to say... Where were
1: you born? Uh, where was I born? Uh, I think I was born in is uh, it, there's a fucking great hospital there called right. north middlesex hospital okay. you, west middlesex hospital yeah whatever you know middlesex that we never well i never quite got the thing about middlesex it was the county that didn't exist yeah uh, anyway i
0: never liked middlesex
1: actually. well that, that's where i grew up no. ashford middlesex anyway it so i was born there uh um, if you ask any kid from West London, about ninety percent of them were born in this massive, great West Middlesex. I just have this idea of like a kind of massive fucking warehouse full of babies who go on to become. Isn't that cut- quite near sort of Q in all Yeah, I like think it's Eizerworth. Yeah, Brentford. yeah, Eizerworth and Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so and like square sky yeah, now. Yeah, so I I lived I lived in I, I think we lived in Hounslow, a lovely place. Oh, I worked in Hounslow once. Mm. And the, i loved, the reason I loved
0: it was because it had very very good connections to Southall. Yeah. And I was working with Oh, yeah, well yeah, that would have magazine. been that's yeah, very fucking, much the area. The fucking yeah. food was incredible. Uh,
1: yeah. Absolutely amazing. Anyway, at a certain point uh my parents moved down to Dover. And then I lived there till oh, I was oh, a, blimey, that's a right I was shit about lived there till I was about 14. And then we came up back up to London. Then I went to some shit school <laughs> in West London <laughs> called Sunbury Grammar School. Sunbury. Yeah. Sunbury Grammar okay. School. Uh, so here the Only other famous person I'm listed if you go to, on, online, I'm listed as one of the famous ex pupils. Oh, yeah. That's how desperate Sunbury Grammar <laughs> School is. And the other, but the most famous ex pupil uh, from Sunbury Grammar School, um, what was his name? He was the guy who played Tricky Dicky, the serial killer, in Coronation Street. Oh, I don't know. Uh, so he's the other famous uh, ex pupil, me was he and there at him. Same time as you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, then the rest is history.
0: Yeah, is the place still there?
1: Uh, it's like, Yeah, it's called something like Sunbury Community College now. Oh, of I, 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 don't, I don't know. But, yeah,
0: could grammar school. Right? Yeah, I it was. A, it was a
1: t- typical like you know. It was supposed to be and a, when fu- did you to be to a get... grammar school. It was like a fucking school for scoundrels. <laughs> Everybody was violent and awful. Yeah, we were
0: like that. I yeah. went to school in, in uh, Kensington. Yeah,
1: what about your story then? Where were you born? Well, Kensington. I'm supposed to be the middle class one. No,
0: but I mean... Kensington. But Holland Park actually is what it was. No, you and it was and did it you was go to Holland Park? Comp? I didn't go. No, we used to fight them every fucking That's week. We every fucking week, We used to
1: fight neighbouring schools as well. Because
0: in those days, grammar schools were full of working class kids, really. We they weren't full full of, you know, posh knobs, you know, like they are now, because people can afford to move into the area where there's a fucking grammar school. I knew somebody... Yeah, the bright knew, kids are working I knew a woman, friends, right, yeah. who moved to... Um, what's his, what's the name of the place? Just north... Um, just south of, uh, of London, just south of Bexley Heath. That's... Um, Chiselhurst hey, chisel, because she wants to put her, uh, her daughter into in a, a grammar. A nice school. School, yeah. But Chislehurst, it's not a very cheap place to yeah. live, but she could uh, afford to move there and put her kid in a fucking grammar school. Because uh, they make the decision that, well, I'd rather spend the money on a house than on my school fees for my daughter, you know. So now so Cardinal Vaughan was full of a lot of it was a Catholic grammar school as well, so it's full of a lot of yeah. Irish kids um, from Shepherd's Bush.
1: Yeah. I and like so, I liked the system though, when because when I was a kid you had to do the eleven plus. You know, and of course I passed it with flying So planes. did I. But it was great fun to turn around to all the kids who failed and said, see you, thickos. Yeah. <laughs> off, off you go to the secondary, secondary model, modern. modern yeah. And your life is, you're 11 and your life's fucked already. <laughs> That's a good system, you know. Get, I, I Cut it. the wheat from the chaff, get rid well, of it, the shit. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot better then. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, don't, I haven't never met anyone who went to secondary modern school and said it was fucking awful. You know, I wish I'd gone to a grammar school because they didn't want to. They uh. weren't fucking interested. Uh. I got put in... We had three streams in my school. Uh, so I got put... Because I'd done so brilliantly in the 11+. plus. They put me as to the top stream... But because I was a lazy fucker um, after the first year they put me down one um, <laughs> and uh, too stupid. all I can say is that I remember uh, there's only there's only two things I remember from high school one was the discipline no that was the B stream right and, they, and the guys who were in the B stream the bottom stream right? I was in the right, middle one right they were all QPR fans and they were constantly fucking going down right and they'd go down to QPR fucking Loftus fans. Road every fucking That's home game as Thing in the world to do, and they used to put the windows in all up and down fucking Goldhawk Road. They were
1: fucking hooligans, know, right? And they were supposed to be
0: grammar school boys, you yeah. know. So so yeah, so everyone's I'm getting lifted for fucking hooliganism. Yeah, we
1: had, so we had the we had three three when I was in the summer grammar three D and three H, and they were the we were the clever kids, right. And then three G were the ones. So they were all only down to do like about four GCSEs or something. We used to fucking treat them as if they were like It's funny isn't it Farm animals yeah, ours, ours were like RA and B So
0: our, our stream was the top stream which yeah. was supposed to be rapid I think A was average That's and right. B was we always thought it was the fucking It
1: was funny It's funny like, but the, the way these adults our teachers ruthlessly divided us Right You're clever than him You can't be in the same You're too stupid to be with this person right. Fucking terrible system but fucking funny But It was funny but the yeah.
0: thing I remember mo- the yeah. two things I remember mostly about it was we had a discipline master called Mr. Bloomline, who was of what can only be described as questionable sexuality, and he um, would take you up to the top of the old school and hit you with a fucking slipper.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whenever yeah.
0: you got caught out doing something wrong. I remember getting caught swearing once. I was playing football in the playground. Yeah, fucking cunt and he was like "Uh, Mr Graham you haven't changed yeah I haven't really and uh, (laughs) he took me up upstairs for six slaps of the slipper um, which was always a bit odd because you'd be in the room you told me you used to
1: get this well yeah when I was a summer we had this fucking cunt called Slug Bishop (laughs) that was his nickname nickname and i tell you, and he, 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 got, he, got, he got replaced, so he finally left old Slug. He was a right cunt. Uh, and, and he was replaced by this guy, Mr. Penhalligan. And Mr. Penhalligan was re- related to that actress, Susan Penhaligon. Oh, Halligan. yeah, I used to like her. Yeah, so, so but it used to Luque say... Buquet of wire. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. And she she, she went on to end up being, being in uh, Emmerdale. Sorry. Um, I used to... Talk, I used to talk, <laughs> But anyway, so, so they say, so Slug Bishop left and they put. Slug. So you say, Summary Grammar, uh, headmaster, uh, Mr. F.B. Penhalligan, so we used to call him Fruit Bat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and anyway, but Slug Bishop, right? He, he was one of these little fat cunt he was and he got off on sla- on uh, uh, caning kids and so he caned me throughout my school <laughs> career uh, along with other people and, uh, and yeah, well I, I, he was caning me once so I was in the lower six so I was 17 years old you know so I'm fucking bending down and there's this little fat cunt <laughs> whipping me across the ass <laughs> with this cane and he's gone through it and, and he, he waited he used to like to wait until he went oh, you know Uh, And, you know, I'm 17, and after about five of these... And he's, like, running at me, (laughs) trying to get a reaction... And then in the end, you know, I, I sort of like fucking furious, and I, I, I turned around, I just, I said, that's it, and I turned and I said, listen, you little cunt, I'm seventeen fucking years old. What do you expect me to do? Cry? Fuck off! <laughs> and he stood there for a moment, and then hit me six more times.
0: <laughs> fucking. It is cunt. remarkable, isn't it? I mean, we, this uh, this guy Bloomline was was a bachelor, and he was known as Bummer. Yeah. We used to call him Bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, could, I wonder why. <laughs> well, it was after all. All his hobby. But yeah. that was his fucking... Nick- yeah. He's quite openly settled fucking brothers after you, you know, because if he caught you, like, if you were outside... Mm. The fucking classroom. Yeah. He would tear you off and fucking and take you in, and give you See, a
1: fucking. Those kid days, vomit. those fucking teachers, <laughs> fucking sadomasochist. Well, my, I,
0: I once got. Um, we had this guy called Coles, who was an English teacher, yeah. who was was his nickname was psycho because he was fucking nuts, right? And he once, um, I can't remember what I said to him. But he fucking once got me around the throat put me up against the wall and actually did it to essentially say so he scratched my neck. And I didn't really give a fuck, but I came, I remember coming home and I was about 14 or something in those days. Yeah. And I came home and my mother was like, what's going on with your neck? I said, oh, you know, psycho fucking grabbed it's me. Psycho? And she was, she's like, we can't do that. So my parents actually came in and complained about it. And I think he got fired fucking as a result really? because he fucking, you know, I mean, I did more than like my
1: it. fucking parents would have done. Every time I got in the shit, you know, like come home I was in the with a bleeding a ass because Slug Bishop was fucking. <laughs> Caning me again. (laughs) And they go, what's up with you? They say, well, i got fucking caned again. Well, you shouldn't fucking misbehave, should you? Every single time. It's like, never take my side, will you? Yeah. Fucking, they were like Slug Bishop's best friends. The other great
0: memory I have is we had a history teacher called Miss Myers, right, who was very young and gorgeous and used to wear mini skirts. She must have been doing it deliberately because we were like 13, 14-year-old boys. Fuck me. She'd come in and she'd sit on the top of the desk Yeah. and sort of cross our legs, backwards yeah. and forwards. While well, you were and wanking. you were kind of going... Wanking quietly through your pockets. Well, most of, people, most of us were, I think. You know. <laughs>
1: never, mind, never mind fucking history. See, it's it's, it's nasty, brutish and short. Never mind all that shit. Well, check this out. Right, okay. So with, how did we get into journalism? When did, when did I first think, maybe I wouldn't mind being uh, a journalist doing this ridiculous job? It's this... Right, so Miss Ramsey was our fucking geography teacher at Sunbury Grammar, and she was a fucking looker. She was a looker. And, uh, oh my fucking God, one day Miss Ramsey turns up in Penthouse. Like fucking, you know, cunt out, tits, everything. (laughs) Massive great fucking spread in Penthouse. So word goes, fucking Miss Ramsey's in the... (laughs) What was she doing in Penthouse? Well, she's stripping off and, and posing, uh, so she's the porn queen of Sunbury Grammar. So we get so the word goes round, so we go down the fucking <laughs> local agents, buy every copy we possibly can, and we're pinning it up all over the staff room door, all over the school. Teachers running around pulling it down. <coughs> Mrs. Ramsey's never seen a fucking again, anyway. So, so. Uh th- th- they, were, they were in a sort of playground and there's this fucking row of uh, seedy looking blokes and cameras and it was fucking, it was the Fleet Street Reporters it was a big story, oh, really? you know Miss Ramsey the geography teacher you know, strips off and uh, lessons in love and all that and um, I always remember because we were banned, don't t- you can't go out and talk to those awful Fleet Street reporters. So of course, all of us fucking were <laughs> all going. What do you, wanna you, what you <laughs> want to know? I'll tell you what you want to know. Tell you what want to know. And one of them, one of them was uh, Harry Arnold. Oh, I always really? remember. I t- well, so I ended up working with Harry Arnold at the Sun, and I always told him the story. And he said, "I remember that fucking story, and I remember you, because I was shouting, she, she used to suck off all the pupils.'" <laughs> <laughs> that great
0: story you might not remember this one but when Nick Lloyd was editor of the Express um, there was some kind of scandal going on at some private school and unbeknownst to um, the news editor he thought well I better fucking look into this Um, and there's only one man for the job it was a bloke called um, Jack Lee who was, uh, after this particular job, was banished from ever going out again. <laughs> he made such a fucking dick of himself. <laughs> he went out to this boy's sort of prep school. Oh, God. Hid in a fucking bush um, and started, like, going like this. to Come here. Calling these kids over and offering them money for fucking talk to him, right? Um... Which would have been bad enough, but it turns out that Nick's son was a fucking pupil at the same school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fucking headmaster found out about it. Calls him up and goes, "This fucking going." That's not you. good behaviour. But hiding uh, so in a fucking bush, we don't know what he's doing. But that, he's offering money to so, fucking kids well, that are like underage to fucking talk well, to. I t- tell you, I tell you. So, <laughs> so he what, was banished to be on, he was first, on the night my, news desk for the rest of his fucking career. My first, everyone My
1: first feet street job was on the Sunday People. So. Yeah, as a little middle-class kid suddenly, you know, all the fucking horrible seedy solo prostitute stories. So uh, I get given this story and it's about a a a private school down in Sussex uh, where uh, many of the parents uh, were worried about the the headmaster who who was who stood accused of um, you know playing with the boys you know with with, um, sexually abusing his pupils so I go down there uh, and I went around talking to all the interviewing all these parents because one set of parents had approached us so I was set up with all these interviews and and it was clearly fucking a genuine story and these nice people Middle-class people say we're very, very worried. We pay high fees, and there's something going on. There's something wrong at that school. So I got all the interviews together, and then uh it was like Friday, so we have to do the show. That so I got in touch with the school and said to, I need to speak to the headmaster. And so the headmaster said, "Okay, you, you, you know, you can come." Uh, and, and see me at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So the... Because it was like I was quite new on the paper. So the news editor, David Farr, said, well, we better get a big hitter with Kevin for the showdown. It's a bloke called Trevor Aspinall, who was a legendary old crime... I remember reporter. that name. Yeah, yeah, he was a yeah. legendary old crime reporter. And in those days, crime reporters on Fleet Street, I mean, they basically were criminals, you know. <laughs> they knew... Oh, They, made, oh, I they knew know, everyone, fuck, yeah. Yeah, fucking up. and they, they knew the coppers, they you know anyway so they 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 sent so they said we're sending uh, Trevor Raspel down he'd done a great job uh, we're going to go to this uh you know you're going to um go to uh, see that he's going to come with you when you go and see the headmaster right so we go so we go into uh, we, we go into the uh, headmaster's office with the So so I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, and it's like the headmaster's behind his desk. He's got about three of his staff with him you know witnesses it's a quite a tense situation so i go headmaster uh you know I, w- w- we were investigating a legitimate series of complaints and you know i understand this is very sensitive i don't want to uh, sensationalize anything but i do need to get yours i've spoken to many many parents here and they have voiced concerns that some of them were, and then from behind me i suddenly hear So i'm being very sort of uh, sophisticated and middle class about it and from behind me i suddenly Hear this boy said, All right, headmaster, let's cut the crap. You're up your boys, ain't you? (laughs) (laughs) And so the the headmaster said, I think that concludes the interview. (laughs) We got kicked out. Do you remember Ron Mount Mount on the News of the World? His famous thing when he, Ron Mount was an old uh, report, classic News of the World reporter, went down uh, again to somewhere leafy like Sussex where the vicar. Uh, had run off uh, with the choir mistress and uh, left the vicar's wife. It was I great know. when he had yeah, those yeah, story. So, stories, so, isn't it? so he, he goes to this picket-fenced fenced vicarage to try to get the story from the vicar's wife. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, Good morning, Mrs Jones. Uh, I'm uh, Ron Mount. I'm from the News of the World. I'd like to interview you uh, about your husband, who I believe <laughs> has run off with a choir mistress. <laughs> and, uh, and the uh, vicar's wife goes... How do I know you're from the news of the world? Well, I've admitted it, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> but that was the great thing, because
0: you know, nowadays, people always ask me this question, you know, what's going wrong with the media? <laughs> Because the media then were just ordinary people. Fucking hell. You know, and they were fucking good at their job, but they were—they came from just ordinary backgrounds. There was no of this kind of. Oh, oh no, it was very. It was, no, it was a
1: trade. You know, I still say it's a trade. It's a trade. Totally. And, and what was interesting. And from, you need to be able to talk to people. You know, you arrive on Fleet Street, you know, you and me, bugged into university, and, you know, fancy myself as a writer and a sort of squeeze eye, well read, semi intellectual type guy from Amsterdam. You know, mm. you arrive. You sit in a newsroom, and as I just said, you suddenly realize you're basically surrounded by semi criminals. Oh, I might fuck that. Let's get the fuck it. I've got a fucking tip on the free, free, yeah. a free account at Newmarket. You know, you, a, you, you're a proper you're the, fucking journalist. Yeah, though. But they, loads of those guys were the best journalists. They the totally best were. Reporters. Absolutely. You, 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 as they say about journalism, you, you don't need a degree. You don't need to be well read. You don't need to be an intellectual. All you need is rat like cunning. Well, yeah, but
0: also you need a little bit of fucking. Um, an ability to, to talk to people, you need mm-hmm. to have uh, an ability to kind of get information Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, to be yeah, relatable, people, yeah. I think some people can do... You can't teach it. You oh. can either do it or you fucking can't do it. You yeah. can get on with people or you don't get on with people. And like a lot of people who end up becoming yeah. editors and becoming you know, production staff, sub-editors...
1: They, they weren't very good at talking to people. They
0: weren't very good at talking to people because they're all geeks and yeah.
1: weirdos. Well, you know, so my friend Wendy Henry, who is editor of the News of the World, she said there are only two jobs to do on a newspaper. The two great jobs. Uh, one, be the editor. The other, be a reporter. Reporter or editor. Yeah. Everything in between, a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest with yeah. you. Uh,
0: the other thing was, when I... I mean, certainly when I decided to go to journalism, I don't think... I mean, my, fam- my dad was in it, so it kind of gave me a... a yeah, you a had barrier. a family
1: connection. I had no
0: connection. So I, so I knew quite a lot of journalists, right? But if you didn't have that family connection, presumably you didn't know a lot of people... Who were also going to become journalists, right? Uh, no,
1: no, no, I mean, for me, it was Sorry, a kind of. Yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah. One the, Aaron has been G-Zo. out and got a pint, but not one but for me. He hasn't fucking got one. For, he hasn't yeah, got one yeah, for, yeah. Uh, for you. But you're looking at him now. What a you know, uh, cunt. What a cunt. Cunt, you know. Tight Sorry. Tight, Sorry. Wad. Yeah, tight wad. Tight wad cunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Plenty left, though, Aaron. Yeah, plenty left. No, but I'll tell you about. So, So for me, it's <laughs> completely random. Mike had a connection. Um, what did my, our friend, my friends, my university friends, and everything—they uh, they, they, they thought it was sort of quite good when I was on local papers. But when I ended up on the Sun, uh, they, they were a bit surprised by that. Uh, but then again, I was earning about five times more than they were, so fuck them. But that was the day
0: when you used to be—I remember when I first got into working in Fleet Street—and there was a definite um, belief that you got the same money in Fleet Street as lawyers did. In some cases, as footballers did. No, no, we were on um, big money. Um, we were on pretty practice. big money, and also people in the city. And then suddenly, you know, apart from mm. some big names and people who got big fucking salaries for writing columns and stuff like that, um, we kind of got left behind, didn't we? We did. Well, you they started Fleet, Fleet the Street route.
1: incomes when when I got my first Fleet Street job. I started freelancing on Fleet Street about nineteen seventy nine, but my first Fleet Street job was eighty one, oh. and uh, that my first salary on the on the people then was. Uh, back then it was like £20,000 which was more than my dad ever earned because he was a civil servant so my first Fleet Street salary and it went up and up and up and uh, in in those days in those days uh, you're right, we were up there with lawyers and people like that, we were buying fucking my first property was in Islington you Know cost costs a lot of money, yeah. Uh, but Fleet Street salaries or journalist salaries seem to stagnate, yeah. And now the sal- journalists get well, now shite people, money.
0: people tell me now from newspaper work yeah. that if you're a, f- a freelance, which we've both been, um, you get less money now for a piece than you got when oh, you and I were doing I, it. I don't in think the it's ages. viable
1: to freelance it's anymore, not. Really uh, but, but even if you're on the staff, you don't expect massive money. Well, do you know Oh, well, look, hey, I've hey, got look. some beer. Well done, Aaron. Uh, well done, mate. I you didn't need to get me that. I've got plenty left. No, <laughs> no, Now, listen. Thank um, you, mate.
0: I think this is good. I think we enjoyed that. So, I'll tell you what, next week, yeah. uh, we'll do a bit more, more stories
1: from our checkered lives. From our
0: checkered past. Well, because, you know, there are things I don't even know about you. I might it's even true. learn some shit about you that I don't like. You know? <laughs> he, he will. Like some <laughs> of the other fucking shit <laughs> I know, mate.
1: Um, Most of the things I know about yeah. me, I don't like.
0: <laughs> but let's uh, let's give a, a, a big hello now to. Oh, yeah, our, but, Oh, oh, hang produces. on, hang on. Let me fucking look I it up. I know that you have to look it up and it might take you some time. So should oh, I stop? I'm there, I'm there. Um, well, where are you going I've down some to? New, so I've I got some new, uh, some new sort of descriptions. Are you going to finish at Monkeys? Um are you I finish could, at Monkeys? I could finish at Monkeys, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll, okay. I'll start off All with right. the Patriot Executive Producers Jason Steele, cunt. Um, cunt. Leonie <laughs> Thomas, Salsa. wanker. Robbie London loves cock, says he. <laughs> That's not actually his name. Matt, <laughs> it's a strange name. Matt Clark <laughs> is a bell end. He's, ha- he's hated
1: his parents from yeah. an early
0: age. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lineberger, who is, of course, the American whore. The American whore. American whore. John O'Brien, same name as that cunt James <laughs> O'Brien. Uh, Emma Lou from, from the Deep definitely South doesn't fuck.
1: Emma horses. Lowell. Uh, George mailing fucks monkeys. Uh, Emil Watters wanks <laughs> off turkey. How do you do that? <laughs> He's a, yeah, well, well, how do you wank off a fucking turkey? But so respect to Emil Watters. Yeah. Uh, uh, drum roll, uh, of course, it is time, Jimmy. Twenty-nine fucks a
0: night. Yay. Yeah, but we can say though. Um, she actually did send us a message to say, I'm at, I'm actually quite selective. I don't do stag do's. Um, <laughs> yes. And then she goes, quality over quantity. <laughs> well, if Jenny
1: comes to our hey, shows. Jenny. Does Jenny I come think she to, she's our, been to one, well yeah. I want to meet Jenny. Yeah, seems, yeah, I do as well. She seems like a, a good... So I can fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah. which, I mean, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I, I realise I'll have to join the queue, but... <laughs> Which end? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, right uh, uh, moving on. Dean McCarthy. Uh, it says here Martin Gundry eats. Balls. <laughs> he's just balls does he what the fuck does that mean hang on we've done some of these already no we? No, 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 we've got John O'Brien John he's already been in it no that's a, oh, okay. Tom, O'Don- Tom O'Donnell, O'Donnell yeah. Gareth Hughes Welsh cunt uh, da- Daniel Jones another one. cunt could Welsh also gun. be Welsh yeah. uh, John Priest fucker J- uh, William Barrow never liked him uh, Mark Buckley complete fuck
0: me. <laughs> 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 fuck <Frog> Dale killer <laughs> Thank you.